This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. The Bigger Picture on BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon and welcome to Front Row Under the MCO, your daily dose of arts, culture and entertainment that you can consume while you're safely at home. Uh, So as always, we have two suggestions for things that uh, you can do uh, while you're at home. But if you have things that you'd like to share with us, if you just want to let us know how you've been keeping yourself entertained, you can tweet us at BFM Radio, you can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. And I forgot, we haven't introduced ourselves. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and uh, together with me is Dash. So um, on to our first suggestion for something that you can think of checking out. The Temple of Fine Arts Kuala Lumpur is putting together its very first digital production. Uh, So and with the catchy name Namaste, um, it's both a heartfelt greeting and a message to stay put in your home and to enjoy a production featuring the talents of the Temple of Fine Arts. Yep, And the Temple of Fine Arts is no stranger to our performing arts scene and is a non-profit organisation that was founded in 1980 by Swami Sandanan Saraswati with the help of Gopal and Radha Shetty as well as VK and Vatsala Sivadas. And together they got the Temple of Fine Arts on its feet to promote awareness and appreciation for Indian fine arts, especially dance and music, and to make the arts accessible for all. So TFA conducts numerous dance and music classes for students, parents and patrons of all ages and all walks of life. And you can learn anything from Bharatanatyam to Bollywood dance, from Kathak to Kuchi um, or you can take Carnatic vocal lessons if that's more your thing. Otherwise, there's also lessons for instruments like the flute, mirdangam, tabla, sitar and veena, among others. And TFA students, of course, have gone on to become renowned performers and teachers themselves. And TFA productions have toured the world and entertained a global audience in the last few decades. So classes are an integral part of the Temple of Fine Arts mission and work. And they've been sadly put on hold since the MCO came into place. So this digital concept that's happening on Sunday is um, is also a way to stay connected to the community. Mm. And the performance will feature many teachers, senior artists and students of Temple of Fine Arts and includes the talents of, you know, like uh, Vatsala Sivadas, as we mentioned earlier, Radha Shetty, uh, Malar Gunaradam and Shankar Kandasami. Uh, also, we have Umesh Shetty, Hari Ram, uh, Ting Yuan, La- Ting Yuan Lam, uh, Kumar Katigesu and uh, Joy Tsanan. Jyotsna Nityanandan Prakash Kandasami Lam Gui Ket just to name a few and uh, Vatsala Sivadas as we mentioned earlier is one of the pioneers of Temple of Fine Arts and her commitment to the arts has garnered her garnered her numerous awards among them the Anugrah Toko Sani under the dance category which she received from the Ministry of Information Communication and Culture way back in 2012 Another TFA pioneer to catch is Radha Gopal Shetty who is still teaching Bharatanatyam at the Temple of Fine Arts. Even when she turned 60, she took on the task of studying Odyssey for two years um, and mastered the nuances of that dance form as well. And she has performed a few pieces during the Navratri festivals that are held in uh, Temple of Fine Arts and also during her Guru's birthday celebration in Chennai. So some other familiar names that you will see during Sunday's digital performance are regulars on our usual front row segment. We've had them on for interviews, such as um, dancer and choreographer Shankar Kandasami, 
tabla player Prakash Kandasamy, composer Jyotsna Prakash and sita player Kumar Kartigesu, who are all graduates of TFA and are now award-winning artists and performers who have taken their craft to the global stage. And all the artists we just mentioned uh, earlier are also teachers at the Temple of Fine Arts, now training a new generation of artists. Uh, it's wonderful to see this continuity at the Temple of Fine Arts with students going on to becoming teachers and continuing that vital teaching process for new students so that these classical art forms are preserved for generations to come. And on Sunday, you'll really see a convergence of all of these talents, right? The young, the not so young. Um, <laughs> and for a feel of what's in store, here's a snippet of the song Premanjali, which was the signature opening theme of all TFA shows in the 1980s and 1990s. It's really powerful music that will no doubt bring some fond memories for many of TFA's regular audience members and also to the artists themselves, of course, who have performed the piece um, numerous times in the years past. Here's Premanjali. was Premanjali, uh, really a very symbolic piece for the Temple of Fine Arts performers, I imagine, you know, being this treasured opening number from their past performances. I remember attending their shows, you know, when I was a kid and this is such a familiar piece of music for me. So it, it really brings back a lot of memories mm. and I'm so glad that they'll now be revisiting it as they take that first step onto the digital stage. Um, another piece that you'll hear is Tilana which features the Mirdangam and Tambura being played with um, violin as accompaniment, while several singers will be performing from different locations um, in their homes, of course. So here's a sample of that.
As we mentioned earlier, Namaste is being held in aid of the students and performing artists who have been severely impacted by the COVID-19 crisis. And in line with that, Temple of Finance will be launching their Siva Gopal COVID Scholarship Fund for students of Temple of Finance Malaysia from their centres in KL, Penang, Malacca and Johor Bahru as well, who have been uh, financially affected by the crisis. And this scholarship fund is named after two founding directors of the Temple of Finance, the late uh, VK Sivadar and the late Gopal Shetty and it aims to help students over this difficult period for up to 10 months or at least until they regain their financial footing again. And the scholarship hopes to allow these students who may be halfway through their courses to complete their classes rather than to, you know, stop due to the lack of finances. Mm, and you can help in a couple of ways. So first, through sponsorship to support the artists. Any amount is welcome and all donations are tax-exempt in Malaysia. Secondly, you could support their scholarship fund for students affected by the COVID crisis at Rm1,000 per student. And all donations are also tax-exempt here in Malaysia. And uh, any donations in excess of Rm10,000 for either of those options we just mentioned will be acknowledged at the beginning and end of the digital show on Sunday. Yeah, what a lovely way to kind of bring together both the the, the, the educational aspect of their legacy yeah. with that artistic prowess that they're known for, right? Yeah, um, because, you know, and... It's. I think like the like Temple of Fine Arts and all. Like it's generally like I I love what they do because uh, in Indian classical, whether it's dance or music, and they do a lot of other stuff as well, like bhajans and all these uh, you know religious studies and all. And it's something that that I think without Temple of Fine Arts have done a great job in sort of making it. You know, for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and and I've actually when I was a kid, I've actually gone to uh, Temple of Fine Arts and for for some classes, and I've actually noticed that you will see a couple of you know a few people who are non-Indians as well that participate. So this is definitely a show for everyone. Yeah, and I I think it's um there's something quite special about being able to watch them each performing from yes. their homes. So even the the how they manage it is something I'm quite interested to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so do catch the show, you know, which will be streamed live at seven thirty. PM on Sunday, uh, on the 10th of May, on TFAKL's Facebook page. Just search for facebook.com/slash/the-temple-of-fine-arts-kl and get ready to enjoy the show. We will also be adding the link on our podcast page, so you can click through straight from there as well. Uh, so before we take a quick break, here is a snippet of Verle Pukul or Dandelions, a famous Tamil movie song that will be performed by several of the TFA singers from multiple locations for this Sunday's performance on BFM 89.9.
Man, BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Front Row Under the MCO. I'm Sharmila Ganesan together with Dashran Yohan. So before the break, we were talking about the Temple of Fine Arts first ever digital concert that's going to be happening this Sunday. Um, and now on to our second recommendation. Uh, also something quite um, interesting and cultural, if we can call it that. Mm-hmm. We are recommending the most intimate Ladysmith Black Mambazo concert ever filmed live during this pandemic in an empty hall. So in early March, the South African Choral group was en route to the US to resume their tour, which had already been rescheduled due to the death of their founder Joseph Shabalala. Um, And then COVID-19 struck, of course, and this forced them to cancel many of their performance dates. Except one. So the one that wasn't cancelled is the Ladies Meet Black Mombazo, who chose to perform an entire concert at the University of California Los Angeles. And on stage before an empty... So they performed on stage before an empty hall. The group performed to an audience populated with three camera operators, a few star mm. and a modest crew. Uh, the concert was then made available online by KCRW, an NPR member station in Los Angeles and UCLA Center of Center for the Art of Performance. You can stream the full one and a half hour concert on KRC, KCRW's YouTube channel. This kind of reminds me of um, Andrea Bocelli's concert at the Duomo Cathedral yes. um, where he performed to an empty, yep. empty cathedral. Um, so the Ladysmith Black Mambazo, if you're not familiar with um, who they are, what they do, they are a 10-member group that was assembled 60 years ago in South Africa by Joseph Shabalala, who was then just a young farm boy turned factory worker. And the group took on the name Ladysmith Black Mambazo. Mm. And Ladysmith is the name of Joseph's hometown, about three hours west of Durban and three hours east of Johannesburg. And black is a reference to the oxen, the strongest of all farm animals. And Mambazo is the Zulu word for chopping axe, a symbol of the group's ability to chop down 
any singing rival who might challenge oh, them. I love that story. Yes. <laughs> um, but quite sadly, Shabalala died in February this year at the ripe old age of 78. Um, he had retired from Ladysmith Black Mambazo in 2014. Um, four of his sons perform in the current lineup with his youngest son, Tami Shabalala, leading the group. And so let's talk about their music. The group combines the intricate rhythms and harmonies of their native South African musical traditions in their a cappella singing. They borrow heavily from traditional music called uh, Iskota Meya, which developed in the mines of South Africa where black workers were taken by rail to work far away from their homes and their families. Uh, poorly housed and paid worse, the mine workers would entertain themselves after a six-day week by singing songs into the wee hours on Sunday morning. And when the miners returned to their homeland, this musical tradition returned with them. It's mm. a beautiful story. Isn't it? yeah, yeah, and I love this kind of music that has this rich history that yes. informs the kind of work mm. they do. Uh, during the 1970s and early 1980s, Ladysmith Black Mambazo established themselves as the most successful singing group in South Africa. And in the mid-1980s, Paul Simon visited South Africa and incorporated their harmonies into his famous Graceland album. So a year later, Simon produced Ladysmith Black Mambazo's first worldwide release, Shaka Zulu, and this actually won a Grammy Award in 1988 for Best Folk Recording. So since then, the group has been awarded two more Grammys and has been nominated for a total of 15 times. Wow, and the in addition to their work with Simon, Ladysmith Mang. <clears throat> Ladysmith Black Mambazo has recorded with numerous artists from around the world, including Stevie Wonder, Dolly Parton, uh, Sarah McLachlan, George Groban, Emily Liu Harris, Melissa Etheridge, and many, many more. They've also provided soundtrack materials for Disney's The Lion King 2, uh, Simba's Pride, as well as Eddie Murphy's Coming to America, uh, Marlon Brando's A Dry White Season, Sean Connery's The League of Extraordinary Gen Gentlemen, James Earl Jones' Cry the Beloved Country, and Clint Eastwood's Invictus. So even if you don't know them, there's a very high chance you've actually you heard, heard them. them yeah. um, and uh, you know, the music that they do is Iskatamea groups, they are traditionally all male and the choral speaking is often done in that call and response style. Uh, the four different voices um, range the four different voice ranges, which are the bass, the tenor, the alto and the soprano they're all taken over by the male voices with the soprano taking over the lead voice and the other voices giving the response. So we'd like to give you a glimpse of their sound. So this is a snippet of Nomatemba, Shabalala's first composition when the group was first formed back in 1960. <laughs> So the best part about Iskotameya groups is watching them perform. Mm. Uh, we mentioned the call and response earlier, which is 
part of their vocal performance, but the singing is also accompanied by special sequences of dance steps, uh, a lot of high kicks and clapping as well. Yeah, and as a musical form, Iskwatameya itself evolved through the times. So in response to factors like migration, urbanization, the influence of different musical styles from the various rural regions in, in Africa, um, uh, as well as American musical styles as well. So for instance, the previous, um, you know, the songs previously used to be polyphonic, uh, but they were adapted to the Western standard four voice structure mm. due to the increased activity of Christian missionary organizations. Um, and this made a link between the, cit- the city and the country. And this really provided a bridge for music as well. Uh, but the cultural exchange has not been purely one-sided. Perhaps the most famous South African tune in Western mainstream music is The Lion Sleeps Tonight, <laughs> which was based on Solomon Linda's uh, song, uh, um, Wimowe from the <laughs> 1930s which has also been performed by Lady Smith Black Mombazo. And of course Black Mombazo is among the most famous South African cultural exports in large part thanks to their collaboration with American singer-songwriter Paul Simon on Graceland as we mentioned earlier um, and Graceland was considered a landmark recording that was seminal in introducing that particular South African sound to a mainstream audience uh, and Simon did work with several other South African musical uh, musicians as well on that album, including Lulu Masilela, Tau Ea Matseka, uh, General MD Shirinda and the Gaza Sisters, as well as the Boyoyo Boys Band. And so um, Simon was criticised for his album because it was seen to violate a cultural boycott imposed against South Africa due to its policy of apartheid at the time and Simon's reasons for working in the country were not financially motivated as was the case for other artists like Rod Stewart or Queen who were being paid a lot of money to perform there. Mm. Instead, Simon wanted to showcase the South African sound to a new audience but it still came under hefty, uh, heavy fire for it, right? And even today, musicians from South Africa split between what uh, Graceland meant to their music while it did wonders from Black Mombazo's fame. Other musicians are unhappy that a white man gets the credit for bringing their sound to the world stage. Right. Um, And Black Mambazo didn't perform any of the songs co-written with Simon at the California performance, but we would still like to share a snippet of Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes, which was written by Joseph Shabalala and Paul Simon. She's a rich girl She don't try to hide it Got diamonds on the soles He's a poor boy Empty as a pocket He's empty as a pocket With nothing to lose Sing to na na To na na She got diamonds on the soles of her shoes Ta na na Ta na na she got diamonds on the soles of her shoes. 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 Of 
course, you can't talk about South African music without talking about the country's long struggle towards democracy. Mm-hmm. The group shared close ties with the late Nelson Mandela, who is the former president of South Africa. And this goes back to 1990, shortly after Mandela was released from prison. Um, and Nelson Mandela credits their music as being an inspiration to him and has even described the group as South Africa's cultural ambassadors. Um, and he's had the group travel with him to perform at his Nobel Peace Prize ceremony in 1993, as well as his uh, presidential inauguration in 1994. So here's a clip from their performance of Long Walk to Freedom dedicated to Mandela. Early in the morning It was early on Friday morning No way in Oslo 1993 Went to Mandela Away from South Africa Mandela Dietlek accepted their Nobel Peace Prize Congratulations South Africa Congratulations South Africa You've reached democratic elections. Long way, long way, long walk to freedom. Long way, long way, long way, long way, long walk to freedom. Let us walk, long way, and work, long way, together, long walk to freedom. That's a beautiful song, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So another song we'd like to highlight is All Women Are Beautiful from their 2016 album, Walking in the Footsteps of Our Fathers. Uh, we thought this would be a fitting choice for Mother's Day this Sunday. <laughs> All over the world, Hongkum Shaba Chielele, 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 So the one and a half hour long performance is a nice treat whether or not you're familiar with South African music. Um, If you've seen their shows in KL before back in 2002 and then again in 2017, you'll know that this is a group that's really comfortable with the stage, even though their audience in the University of California only comprised a dozen people, the group still entertained them with banter and a full energy performance. Yes, so we could talk about them all day long, but we 
we are running out of time so you can stream Lady Smith Black Mambazo's full one and a half hour performance uh, concert at KCRW's YouTube channel the link will be in our podcast page as well so that's all the time we have for today's show you can um, continue to uh, look us up at Facebook we are BFM The Bigger Picture you can also tweet us at BFM Radio or WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 coming up at 1pm will be Ali Johan and Othniel Ting with the Midday Music Machine but we leave you now with just a little bit more an apartheid era message from Lady Smith Black Mambazo that's just as relevant today here's Tough Times Never Last BFM 89.9 Tough times never last Strong people do yeah, Tough times Tough times mm-hmm. never last Strong Strong People do it of times, of times, never lost. Strong, strong, people consider Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.